So we're holding by Shmuel Bey's Perak Yedalid, Pasuk Lamed Gimel. The learning tonight should be Aschus Eli Nishmaser Bechiyom Echol Ben Asher and Yecheskel Shraga Ben Avram Yehuda, as well as Aschus for Fushleima from Moshe Ben Miriam and Yosef Menachem and Chava. So we learned previously that Avshalim summons Yoyav to come appear before him. He wants Yoyav to intercede on his behalf with David, so that David allows Avshalim to return and have face-to-face relationship with him once again. Yoyav ignores the initial two summons, so Avshalim goes and burns. Yoyav's field in order to get his attention. Finally, Yoyav does appear to Avshalom, and Avshalom tells him his request. Listen, you put me in a bad spot here by bringing me back from Geshur. Either uh, let the king reconcile with me completely, or else, if he feels that I'm still guilty, then let him put me to death, but I don't want to remain on the outside with him in this sort of um, um, in-between relationship. Now, the uh, Mayam Loyes tells us that that um, obviously here we see Avshalom did not have proper Akarsa type for Yoyav, because first he claims that Yoyav did not do him a favor by bringing him back from Geshur, because after all, what's the point if he can't see the king? It would have been better if he stayed in Geshur. And even after Avshalom burned Yoyav's field, Yoyav still will see, now in Pasuk Lama Gimel, Yoyav still goes to deliver Avshalom's message to David, which ultimately does steal the king's heart, meaning that we'll see that David accepts the request, and does reconcile with Avshalom. And immediately in the next Perek, Avshalom starts making plans to rebel and to usurp the throne from David. So since it was Yoyav who brought Avshalom back to Yushalayim, which ultimately leads to the rebellion against his father, so that's why when Yoyav is chasing after Avshalom at the end of the rebellion, and David specifically commands his men not to kill Avshalom, but that's why Yoyav goes and kills Avshalom. Because Yoyav felt backstabbed specifically by Avshalom. He had gone above and beyond to bring Avshalom back, and he was somewhat responsible for putting Avshalom in a situation where he could even usurp the throne from David. And so therefore Avshalom with a kafi toiv, and so that's why Yoyav took it upon himself to go and kill uh, Avshalom later on. So Pasuklam mid Gimel here, Vayova Yoyav Elamelech, Yoyav comes to the king, Vayagidlo, and he told over. He intercedes on behalf of Avshalom. So David accepts the words, the request, Vayikrael Avshalom. So Avshalom is called, he's summoned to the king. He comes to the king. So he bows down on his face on the ground. In front of the king. And the king kisses Avshalom. Now, even though it appears like it's a completely rosy and full reconciliation, there are some hints in the Psukim that it wasn't as rosy as it looks. First of all, the Malbim brings down in the name of the Ibn Ezra that whenever you have a lashon of Vayishak or Nishika, a lashon of kissing, and there's a Lamid, the Lamid tells you that there's some distance in that embrace. So over here, Vayishak HaMelech Avshalim, it wasn't a full kiss. Like you might see nowadays, let's say somebody's celebrating a Simcha and you want to give the person a kiss, you give them a kiss on the cheek in a very you know, intimate way. Uh, um, in, in those times, that equivalent was giving a kiss on the mouth. So says the Eben Ezra, when you have a lamid, it's telling you that it was on the hand, it was a kiss, but it was a kiss at a distance. It was not as intimate as it would have been, and that's what the lamid symbolizes. So we hear, even though the king is kissing Avshalom, but there is a distance there, there's still something between them, and that is why the Pasuk sticks in a lamid. The Sefer Masaka R adds that if you look at the bowing down that Avshalom does, it's also a strange Lashon, suggesting something beneath the surface, because it says, In front of the king. What do you mean, in front of the king? Right now, you're coming to him as a son, trying to 
uh, returned to his father. What's this pshat lefnei amelech? Why, why the words lefnei amelech also sounds like it's more of a formality than it is an intimate meeting between a father and a son. So Zakti, Sefer, Masakar, along the same lines. Avshalim here is only bowing down to give covet to the melech. He doesn't have that same relationship with his father, so he's not bowing down to his father. He's bowing down to the king because that is the honor that's due the king. He only bowed down because David was the king, not because he felt some, some relationship with his father, with David as his father. And so, again, two hints here in the Psukim that even though there is a reconciliation, it's not as full and complete and rosy as it might seem on the surface. Now we come to Parak Tezvav, which begins the rebellion of Avshalom, that which we've been building towards the last couple of Prakim. This, according to many of Mepharshim, is the culmination of the punishment of David's involvement in the Maisa with Bathsheba. It was the initial um, 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 raw that came was the death of the child, then came the uh, rape of Tamar, then the murder of Amnon, and now the rebellion of Avshalom and ultimately his murder Although, as we said then, there were those that held that the final punishment came when Adoni Yahu starts his rebellion. Um, in either case, Avshalom's rebellion obviously was the greater rebellion in the sense that David is forced to leave Yerushalayim completely, and it's a, he has a much larger following from amongst Klai Yisrael than Adoni Yahu could ever get. The rebellion here involves both murder as well as Nus. We'll see that Avshalom is Mizana with David's Pilakshim, and both the murder and this Nus is a Midah Kineged Midah for David's murder of Uriah and what seeming to be Znus with Bathsheba at that time. We have to understand why Klai Yisrael would back, um, would back Avshalom, how that could possibly happen, especially because David was the one that was anointed by Shmuel, so it's not like he just took the throne for himself. God specifically picked him. Shmuel anointed him with those Shemen, so how could it be that Klai Yisrael would back Avshalom? And also we know that David, in his greatness in, in, in terms of, of, of Ruchnias, was on the level of the Avos, was on the level of Moshe and so how is it possible that his son could potentially uh, raise a rebellion and, and, and force David to run away from Yerushalayim? So on the simple level, this is a, a part of the punishment of David's involvement with Bathsheba, and adding on to that, Klai Yisrael may have sensed that David disqualified himself based on his behavior with Bathsheba, and therefore he was no longer fit to be the Melech, and instead who was fit to replace him was the son of Sholem, who gave the impression to everyone, and we'll see how he stole the hearts of the people, but he certainly gave the impression with his Naziris and with his Tzaka, that he was the qualified person, he was the next in line for the Melech, and he was right to be the Melech. And so that's how it could happen that both Shemayim would let Avshalom uh, uh, rebel, as well as the people would follow Avshalom and, and forsake David, despite the fact that he was appointed to be their leader by Shmuel. Parshio Specifri on Avim adds that the reason why the Prakim will see go into tremendous detail is to tell us both the Siata Dishmaya and the Hashkacha Pratis of how Hashem saves David from almost certain capture and death, as well as David's how David treats those quote unquote friends who turned against him when he was running away from Yerushalayim, and how he refuses to allow his people to retaliate and take revenge against them, even when he comes back into power, again demonstrating David's tzitkis. So that's 
uh, says the parsha specifically Nevi'im. That's why the Navi goes into tremendous detail over the rebellion, and we'll see more details about how it how it actually comes about over the next few days.